0: And that clap begins, oh, what episode are we on? 164? Oh, my God. There's so many episodes. Uh, if somebody is picking up the podcast right now, they got a long, long way to go to catch up. Oh, speaking of people catching up, hi to all the new Discord members that have joined in the, yeah, like, the month of, like, end of January, beginning of February. This awesome. Very glad Quite to see few.
1: new blood.
0: What else do we have going on in the world of the Back Patio Network?
2: Well, Monday night's on Twitch at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, non-daylight savings time. We're running the Shackled City in Greyhawk 5e Adventure Path on, did I say Twitch? Yeah, on Mm -hmm. Twitch. And then if you (laughs) miss that, it's on YouTube. And if you don't like YouTube, it's a podcast soon. TM. (laughs) (laughs) One day. (laughs) This is the end of the quarter. I have finals next week. And it is my intention on my break between now and next quarter to get that started. You can do
0: it. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Anybody else got anything going on? Crickets everywhere? Yeah, crickets. Uh,
1: and there's no Poe here to give them out, you know?
0: I know it. And it's a sad day. I will have to figure out where Poe is. Okay. So, last week when we left off. You guys were all cartoon-like, heads stacked upon each other, peering (laughs) around the corner of a building, and you saw, as referred to before we hit record, a cat house. It is a bunch of Lamias. Bottom sides of... Lions with the torsos of half-naked ladies, and they're all smoking cigarettes and kind of stamping them out there. Before we move on, I do have something that's happening, but I want to catch you guys up. Like, what questions do you have about what you were looking at?
1: Is Vanek in the middle of these uh, lamias?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> he is. He's he's got uh, glow sticks in his fingers, and he is raving. Raving. <laughs>
1: Uh, how many did you say there were? I know that you said that there were a bunch going in and out, in and out, in and out.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what you see is like four or five on smoke break outside. With the numbers that you see passing in and out, uh, you could put it in the dozens at this point.
1: Dozens plural?
0: Yeah.
3: Right. Ooh. So sneaking. Sneaking. Is a
0: bunch, yeah, (laughs) right. So, as you guys are looking at this, and it's a walled complex with a gate on one side, more on the eastern, southeastern end of this complex. Uh, towers stretching up into the heavens, a couple hundred feet in the air. Onion shaped dome building in the middle of this, what could probably be a complex. You would imagine it's a rectangular fort, onion shaped dome in the middle, large towers everywhere, balconies. Uh, It's basically New Orleans uh, with the Lamias, like, hanging out on the balconies, uh, you know, offering, if you just throw them, some beads. (laughs) Then, out from the distance, you notice from the area of the Pinnacle of Avarice, a much larger version of these Lamias is just walking through the air. Not flying, not gracefully floating, walking through the air. She then descends what looks like an invisible staircase into the complex. And as she is making her way into the complex, you notice all of the lamias that were hanging around outside, looking a little bored, stamping out the cigarettes and rushing inside. And the last one in turns around, shuts the gate. What do you guys want to do?
2: Well, that was convenient timing since we're trying to get past
3: Yeah, it. <laughs> that's what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> and the big one is inside as well.
0: Yes, descended into the middle of the complex. Can't see her. You might hear some, whoop, 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 but that's about it.
1: Anything else distinctive about her other than being bigger?
0: She is dressed to the nines, covered in jewels, decked out for war.
1: And it was a lion, Lamia, right?
0: That is an excellent question, Unumol.
1: Because all Lamias up to this point, aside from the ones we fought in the. Um. the library or the tower, whatever, were um, snake bodied.
0: You are correct. So I am going to double check this because I don't really remember.
1: I don't really know what the difference is. I'm sure that there is a reason. I'm just checking because, you know, jewelry, I remember the other ones were decked out pretty nicely. So I'm just trying to see if this is like sister number three. So what do you all think? I mean, just while he's looking that up.
2: Oh? I historically thought lamias had lion bodies. Always, I didn't know they had snake body.
1: Zanisha and um, the other one I thought were snakes.
0: You are right? correct; they were snakes, but they are known as lamia Akin. It's the bottom half of an animal, top half of a woman. Ah, got it. You are correct. The Alamia that descended from the heavens Is indeed have the body of a lion And she is much bigger than the ones that you saw Probably if the other ones are 10 feet by 10 feet This one's almost 20 by 20 Oh, crap Crap.
2: That's the queen Yeah I think we should stay away from there
3: I think that's a great idea
2: I think think you're brilliant
3: (laughs) Okay well, they've all gone inside, so um us sneaking past to the building we were headed for in the first place.
1: Yeah. I'm not that sneaky.
3: Well, great news, Hidasa is super stealthy. No, not really. She's <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you said the door closed are there any towers or anything like is this like a guardhouse that they can look out or is this a building that is now enclosed
0: a quick scan would show that if there, there are guard towers there are balconies that can look over the walls but there's nobody within visual range of you right now
1: we need to go now
3: okay
2: I, I'm invisible
3: yeah, I was gonna say does anyone remember how many of us are invisible right now um,
2: I know at least one
0: <laughs> yeah. Right now, I only assume Safi is invisible. The other two, you're gonna have to tell me if you
2: are. Okay. I I remember uh, Casey. You were saying you're kind of just gonna wait a little bit till we get a little closer. Yeah. yeah. Save your time.
1: And I'm gonna. Uh, I'm still just gonna wait. I'm gonna risk it.
3: Okay. dokie. Well, I guess I will too then.
1: <laughs> no. Oh yeah. You don't have invisibility, do you? Uh. Oh I, yeah. You do.
3: Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I can activate it. I just. Wasn't sure whether I wanted to use that spell right now or later, but...
1: Is there an al- is there an alternative path? Do we have to walk in front of this building? Like, can we go around it, behind it, through other buildings behind?
0: Where you are right now, looking at the map, if you would like to go towards the large seven-pointed building that you were looking at while you were up top, you have... A fair bit of open space that you have to cover before you get there. Now you could cross the street and go behind this little fortress-looking thing to the south of you, but you—it's the long way around.
1: Yeah, but that's a fortress. I think that the fortress is probably more dangerous than the Lamia house.
0: You never know.
1: All, All right, right, let's get let's get to move on.
3: All right.
0: So you're crossing the large open area, dashing <sighs> towards. Somebody ping the map. Tell me what you are running towards. Like what area? What are you? Where, what's your path? Uh, So we we started at the circle, right? That little oval? It's over here. This little square building is where your three heads are popped around right now. Okay. Is everybody seeing my measurement? Yeah. Okay. You're actually, and you start farther south. You're where I'm pinging.
1: So where you're. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's closer.
1: I would think we would want to run towards this building here, wouldn't we? I love that. That
0: That's a really cool feature of Roll20, doing little waypoints. I like that.
1: Yeah. Would we not run towards this building, go through the center, and then just directly go into the diamond
2: area? Here, then here, kinda.
1: I, I would stay away from the street. I would actually go through the center of that building. But yeah, like right there.
3: That uh, seems like a really good place just for like an ambush, that. but maybe our best bet for cover.
1: <laughs> I'm asking. I mean, we're running, so we're discussing where to go as we run. Okay. So,
2: running—that's a mile. Swift jog <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: maybe, maybe a slow <laughs> meander for Sophie. Slow Safi. meander, yes
1: <laughs> You're invisible, so you can meander all you want
2: You know, it's interesting um, Obviously the ring of Visibility is really, really powerful Because it's just invisibility all the time They notice that, and in 5e And a ring of Visibility is considered a legendary item We're talking like yeah. the ring That controls all rings legendary Just ring of Visibility.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's very
2: it is very handy. I've never never really considered it before and I just saw it when I was buying loot. Like, yeah, always visible,
0: right? Well, it is high level play right now. So you never know or you are not sure when you come across somebody who has C invisibility.
2: Sure.
3: Yeah. But
0: running through a village, good to go. So quick, tell me where are you guys going? Uh, you've got you've got time. You've noticed that they rushed in, but they seem to be in a very long meeting.
3: Gotta love those long meetings.
1: Huh. <laughs> so if we run, it takes us five minutes to run a mile. Four, yeah, four times speed is about twelve miles an hour.
2: Five minute mile. Is that it what it says? You
1: say? uh, I'm looking right now at the book. It says running X four. <laughs> The character in light, medium, or no armor run is about twelve miles per hour for unencumbered unencumbered human.
3: I mean.
2: That is almost an Olympic pace. I think four miles an hour or a four minute mile is an Olympic record. You are sixteenth level adventurers, so (laughs) sure.
0: Olympians no problem. Like you can like even Safi at your size, you can still knock that out.
1: Uh, Hustle is ten minute mile.
2: Ten minute mile. So six miles. That's still hauling ass. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying. I don't think I don't see Sophie running a five minute. Well,
1: what I'm saying is we have four minutes to run there. (laughs) Volantre is going to be running towards those buildings and saying, "I'm going to go through the center of them. If anyone stops him, he will stop and consider it. But if not, he's going to run straight towards the center of that building that is like the two buildings side by side with the
2: alley between it. Okay. I'm going to cast
1: fly. Well, oh, there you go is not running he's just floating on the ground. And I, I'm
0: going is to running fly that way. Yeah chung, 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 chung. Okay, so you guys take off from your corner of the building where you felt safe, and now you're out in the middle of open territory, making a mad dash for a circular building with an alley in between. You, as you pass by the fortress to the north with all the lammies inside, you hear loud cheering and then that very large creature begins to make her way. You see her walking up that invisible staircase heading back towards the pinnacle of avarice, but her back is towards you and you are in luck As you dive into the alleyway between the buildings, you hear scraping of claws on the ground and the buildings surround you. So you make your way very quietly through and they don't seem to notice you. You are on the opposite side in an empty alleyway. What's next? Safi, did you
2: make it? Yes, I'm above you. How
3: about we just start through this? I I don't know how to ping things on this map yet.
1: (laughs) Just click and hold.
3: How about we there. How about we kind of slip through that alley right there? And then
0: Are you headed towards the entrance of the seven starred building?
1: Where is the entrance of the seven starred building? Do you see
0: the do you see the little pink mark that I've made Uh, on the northwest side of the building? That
1: is it. Right. Would we have been able to see that though? Or yes. know that that's the entrance, okay.
0: And by the time you reach this point,
2: you notice it.
1: Okay.
3: Okay, so probably that way then.
2: And these are giant-sized buildings, right? Oh, man,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: The building across that you are looking at,
0: how big is this building? Let's see. It's 2,000 feet across. It's half almost a mile. half <laughs> mile yeah. from end to end. Corner to corner, yeah. Oh, uh, Heptagonal. Heptagonal? Heptagonal is uh, how you would describe this building. I was very confused when I was reading it. I was like, heptagonal? How many sides is that? (laughs) It's seven, which is a very strange shape you're used to seeing five or eight. Seven-sided buildings are very odd. So each corner of this building has a large tower that stretches up about two to 500 feet, depending. But each of them, each of the roofs stretch towards this large crystal dome in the middle and it is a seven paneled crystal dome that seems to be in perfect condition some of the sides and some of the other roofs have crashed in over the time uh, where it's deteriorated but this crystal dome in the center is fully intact fully beautiful and there must be daylight spells cast on this crystal dome because it glows brightly even in the day and it, and if it was nighttime, it would be like a large beacon towards the sky. Very cool. The entrance to this building. What do you think? Like a hundred feet wide each. Do, uh, the doors, fifty feet each. They stretch almost hundred feet into the air. I mean, they're massive doors, and they open at a touch, and you can look inside. Have any of you been to a NFL stadium recently? No, no.
3: Mm-mm.
0: That's very an NFL stadium is very similar to what this setup is like, except this is more of a circle. So maybe a baseball stadium, but it's like the Coliseum. Sure, it's like a Coliseum, uh, except it can seat 150,000 people. We're talking That's about 50% bigger than the largest NFL stadium in the U.S. right now, Neyland Stadium. Easily, but 50% bigger, because Nene can only seat like 95,000 or so. 150,000 people can Mm. fit inside of this building.
1: People or giants?
0: People. Okay. Probably 75,000 giants. Let's just say that.
2: Can I do a flyby over the top? Sure. Is the the crystal translucent, like I can see
0: through it? It's not, especially with the daylight spells on it. You wouldn't actually be able to see through it very easily. It would blind you, basically, because it's like looking into the sun by that point.
2: Okay, I won't do that. I was going to go just see if I could see down in there, but...
3: Gotcha. As we approach the entrance, Hadassah's going to pull her goggles of true seeing into okay. place and just take a look around for things her eyes can't see.
0: That's I probably... I my rope. Probably pretty smart. And Hadassah, you may have even heard of this building in the uh, territory of Wrath where you grew up. Okay. In Zenshalast, this is known as the Heptaric Locus. So, seven, center. It's where all of the major events for Zenshalast would take place that would be able to fit inside. Got it. Gladiator battles, mostly. Yeah. Lots of death, lots of fighting, lots of avarice within these buildings. And when you enter, or when you're standing at the entrance and you've opened these very large gates that just open at the touch and they glide open very quietly and you're looking inside, it's, I'm I'm trying to picture what this looks like. Like when you walk into a major stadium and you're looking inside and you got like the the large billboard in front of you with all the advertisements of the places to go and the corridors and the alleyways that you're going to have to walk down to the left or to the right to find your seat. You could easily fit 100 people across. Mm-hmm. Massive amounts of people can move through these hallways. There's a little side service ways that you could enter. There are these large vomitoriums that actually uh, exit out into the main area if you want to go find a seat and sit down and watch whatever's happening out on stage. But it is deathly quiet and there is nobody around.
3: And I'm not seeing anything extra with the goggles at this point. No. Okay. Um. She is going to um, ease in And kind of keep the goggles in place and kind of stay close to Volantre since the goggles mess with her regular sight a little bit. Um, But that way he can kind of look for the normal stuff and she can look for the abnormal stuff as we go through.
1: Volantre just kind of glides in and he's looking down each of the corridors as he's gliding past, but he's still going straight towards the center.
3: Yeah, she puts um, she puts a hand to your arm and says, "I'm gonna stay near you. These mess with my vision, but I don't want to take them off right now."
1: Stay close, s- Safi. You were the one who s- uh, Matt Safi was the one who saw the creature in here with uh, ears
2: uh, the. Here's yeah, right? the city. Yeah, here's the city. It was uh. uh- ice demon if I'm not mistaken the big insectile looking things where
1: did you see this demon at
2: oh it was just flashes images it's in this building though
1: let's go to the center see if we can lure
2: it out okay
1: so exactly that I'll be going at a pace fast enough that Hadassah can keep up with her vision but then just moving slowly towards this or moving towards the center Checking corridors as we pass.
3: She can keep up with you. Uh, Speed of 80. I'd have to cast a spell, but it's possible.
1: (laughs) I'll slow down to 40.
3: That'd be good.
0: (laughs) All right, so you're heading down to your right, trying to find an entrance to the main area. Okay. You just want to make your way through a vomitorium into the central area. Okay. Yep. So this map that I have is not complete. It is merely a let's call it an eighth of this entire building. Okay. How about a seventh? Okay, we'll call it a seventh <laughs> of this building. To go with and the heptag a heptagonal theme. Yeah. Go with, go with I the theme. love this idea. And they have a solid wall on this map. However, I'm gonna say that this is one of the vomitoriums that go underneath a staircase and will exit out into one of the bottom areas of the Heptaric Locus.
2: I thought you were drawing vomit. Then I realized <laughs> that's the walkway over <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh So that basically what I'm showing is uh, there looks to be a solid wall there, but there's actually an entrance that will lead you out into this area here.
1: Oh, no, you moved me. You moved the map. <laughs> there we
0: go. <laughs> I lost my character. All right, so Volantre, you are going to move out into the main area. And when you do, you turn around, and you can see the very large area of seating. It looks like bleachers at one of your favorite ballparks where the cheap seats could be, but probably not. These were probably fairly expensive because they surround a box, a box seat. and you can actually see out over a very large sandy pit with different uh, columns throughout the area, little trapish types areas. Uh, things to make fighting look a little more exciting than just your normal everyday gladiator battle. And as you look out across, luckily the wall, comes up to almost right below your chin as you look over this large area. And in the center of the sandy area, you see the creature that Safi was describing to you. But he is in deep, deep conversation with somebody very, very familiar to most of you. And that voice from the recognizable creature just says, Gamagen. I told you. I need you to fight for me. We are going to take out Karzug. We are going to become the Rune Lord of Greed. Karzug will have nothing left when I am done with him. Kalib, Seaptra, none of them can fight me as long as I have you by my side. And that little tiny human talking to a very tall ice devil
1: is Darius. Darius?
3: Hadassah yeah. immediately grabs Volantre and like pulls him down.
2: Oh look at Darius. Shh, 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 shh,
3: shh, 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 not even...
0: Gamma, Jen looks over his over his shoulder. What was that?
3: Hadassah's just got her finger to her lips and a very fierce expression on her face. Like, shh. shh. It's
1: dead. <pussles> Volantre just holds.
2: I don't go see? I do
3: I just grabs off his wrist and just shake my head.
0: You got the goggles on, so you can see him where and where his wrist is. Yep, yep. It's about that time. Gamogen just reach, reaches out, grabs Daris around the throat, and lifts him, drags him close and closer. Don't fight for vile creatures and traitors such as you. And he bites his head off.
2: Oh, well, there goes Darius.
1: We won't know where Poe is.
2: Now. The demon bites Darius' head off? Yeah. ignoble ending.
3: I didn't see that coming.
1: Was, was it actually Darius and the, like the body falls limp and eh, or does it disappear? Falls limp. There's blood
0: everywhere. The ice devil seems to be relishing in his quiet snack. And that's when you notice the two creatures flanking the left and right of Gamogen are these spider-like creatures with these weird-looking pits for eyes. They are deep, deep red. And they sort of kind of sniff the air a little bit. And then the blood from Darius's neck stretches out, and begins to enter the pits of these eyes of these two creatures, and it's like they're drinking his blood.
2: I think now would be a great time for a Knowledge Arcana. (laughs) My big plus
1: six on a Knowledge Arcana?
2: Uh, Try Knowledge Planes. Uh, Knowledge Planes, okay. I'm sorry, Knowledge Planes.
1: Plus six on that too.
2: (laughs) Roll the way. I have a plus 17, getting me a 21.
0: Oh, my goodness, you rolled a four on this check.
1: Ah!
0: Oh, it's just enough to get you the name and a little bit of details about them. These things are known. And I'm assuming you're asking about the red creatures, the spider-like legs. Yeah, yeah. They're known as scarlet walkers. They feast on the pain and death and obviously literally the blood of creatures that uh, surround the area.
2: Do, Do I know what plane they're from? The plane of grossness.
0: Sounds like, a, sure. sounds
2: like a hellish creature.
0: Yeah.
1: So are these like mosquitoes of death without wings? More like
0: spiders. Spiders. Yeah. Who actually it's... enjoy blood. I mean, they're, 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 they're
1: pretty close. Yeah, they're 15 by 15, it looks like.
2: Let's make sure those weren't 750 foot squares. Because if they were, I was leaving right now. They
0: come from a plane you don't <laughs> recognize. It's pretty It's
2: pretty bad. Okay.
0: I it Maybe... Maybe the plane of Ling, even.
3: Yep. Wes, am I correct that Hadassah does recognize Daris, but not as Daris?
0: Probably, yes. Okay.
3: Because I thought we had talked about that earlier at one
0: point. We did. Yeah, you wouldn't uh, say Daris. You'd probably say Darren. Yes. That's
2: the thing from
0: my
1: uh, vision. Do we attack it now? Are we still whispering?
3: Definitely. Okay. Uh, I don't know who Darius is, but that guy was—that's um, that's one of Karzuk's lieutenants. Who Darius? Whoever that guy that just got his head bitten off was. Yes.
2: No. Who's dead. He's okay. He's dead now, but He's we'll see. We we'll see him later.
3: Based on what I know of him, him dead is not a bad thing. Oh.
2: Okay. Maybe I know somebody different. Different Dennis.
3: Maybe. She <laughs> concedes. <laughs> she doesn't look like she believes it all, but she's just like...
2: <laughs> Does that ice demon look like it has a... Uh, amulet or... Perception check. Oh, well, that I'm a little better at. <laughs>
3: at least one of us is. Hmm. That roll did not go well.
1: No, I rolled a yeah. yeah. I was say I rolled a 1, which is 25.
0: 39. 39. The eagle eyes of Safi pick out a ring around one of the fingers of the ice devil known as Gamogen. At least that's what he was called by Darius also known as Darren von Otterbloom.
3: Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, I couldn't remember the name.
2: The bug has a as a a ring. It's got the symbol. Do
1: we separate him from those Things, or do we just kill them all?
2: I, I think when we get down to it, probably we'll have a choice. But we do don't have to kill them all. Yes. Do you know anything about those creatures? Uh, not a lot. I wrote pretty low. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What is, what is, we didn't actually talk about one thing about the Scarlet Walkers other than they're from the plane of maybe lean, maybe something more nightmarish, maybe more devilish. What is one thing you would like to know about them?
2: Uh, because there's resistances, I guess.
0: Sure. And you know what? I'm going to be super nice here and say they are immune to acid, cold, and
2: poison. Oh, don't use acid, cold, or poison. They don't. It doesn't bother them. You use your face and your cloths.
1: <laughs> before we go, I think we should prepare.
0: As you guys are discussing what your next step is, Gamogen just kind of walks over to this little pit that's here. He drops Darius's body into it, and it seems to fall for a while before you hear a thud. And as it falls. Gamogen begins making his way in this direction. He is walking southwest, almost directly towards you. And these other two creatures stick by his side. And he just f- walks over that way, kind of hops up, sits down on a very large throne at the base of the elite box. They, two Scarlet Walkers, kind of take up posts left and right on the stairs leading up to him. And he just kind of sits there and starts playing his Nintendo Switch. <laughs>
1: Is he playing Pokemon? Uh,
0: Yeah, Arceus. Arceus? Yes. Knocks it out.
1: Um, well then...
3: I think it's time to go.
1: I'm gonna cast a spell. I'm just gonna go ahead and cast Haste. Hang on.
0: So, very loudly, in a very sure tone, Vellantre says (laughs) Haste!
1: Exactly. (laughs) Um... Which we have to act immediately after that because it's only going to last 15 rounds.
2: Right. So, roll initiatives.
1: I chose poorly what spell I should have cast first.
2: I don't know. Haste is a pretty nice one. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: A 27 for Volantre. If you're ready. 27? 27.
0: 27. Okay, we're just getting initiatives right now. Nothing is actually happening. Basically, other than uh, Volantrae saying, let there be haste. Uh, Safi, what is your initiative? Twelve.
2: Hey, that's what I rolled for you. Oh, no, no, 13, 13.
0: Oh, that's one better than what I rolled for you. You forgot your plus one, Uh, didn't you? (laughs) Hadassah.
3: 13.
0: 13. Very nice.
3: So basically
0: what is happening is about the time that Gamagen is really into his Nintendo Switch and really gets into the video thing. The creature to his left starts to kind of sniff the air as he seems to be intrigued by a smell coming from his left in your direction. About that time is when Volantre casts Haste, and now we are basically in a surprise round. I'm giving you the last two. A chance to act before we actually dive into battle. So who wants to go first? Safi or Hadassah? this first.
3: Um, um Hadassa is going to activate her blood rage. Um also That's a free
0: action. Huh? That's a free action. Yep. I'm yep. sorry, I'm just talking to myself. Yeah,
3: Uh, Activate the Blood Rage. That's going to include Displacement and um, Iron Skin.
0: Man, that is just nasty. I love it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I still get to use the spell slots, so I got to pay for it, but but it comes online for free, which is nice. And um, she is going to activate her Elemental Assault Electricity. So electricity starts crackling down her arms. Nice. um, Okay. Well, there's not much else for her to do. So if all of that pretty much happens for free, then I guess I'll charge the first beastie. Wait a minute. I can't run across that, can I? That stupid 3D thing.
0: Yeah, you'll have to hop over the level or hop up or fly or do something because they're kind of like up and around.
3: Right, right, right. All right. All right, I'm going to fly in and hit that first one.
0: You can fly.
3: Yes, Celestial Armor.
0: All right, so a surprise round gives you basically half an action. So you got a free action with all of your activation, and then you are going to charge. You can fly, so it has to be within 30 feet of you, and you can do it. I believe it is.
3: So all, all good? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, it is. Nice. Uh And it's flat-footed, so it does not get an attack of opportunity due to its range. And uh, Wow. He... Hadassah just got the drop on these bitches. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> she went, rage charge. Yeah. All well, right. I, was,
3: I was like, what preparation thing can I do that I would want to use this for? And it's like, well, most of the stuff that I would do kind of comes with the blood rage. So. All right. Right. Raging power attack with Vital Strike and destined Strike. Why not?
0: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) And they're flat-footed. So you were attacking the one that's closest. Will you move your token near the one that you're attacking so I can see it? Boom. This guy. Right there. Also, I would like to lodge a formal complaint Mm. with Paizo. (laughs) I couldn't lie. Their <laughs> maps that they draw are purposely not square. Uh-huh. So anytime that like, you drop one of their specifically drawn maps into Roll20, it's off. And it's the most annoying thing.
2: I noticed I'm, that. I'm having to deal with the fact that the squares and the maps I'm using are 10-foot squares. Right. So I'm having to, like, align to grid my cell. It's... Uh-huh.
0: Well... Okay, so ten foot squares. You can go in there and you can change it to be ten feet squares in the map settings.
2: Uh, I'm doing alignment to grid. If you know what that is.
0: Yeah, it should it should still work.
2: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on with this one.
3: Uh she hits it for she hits AC forty five.
0: <laughs> oh god, it goes <sighs> flat
1: footed. Yeah. Uh. uh
0: Okay, yeah, that's, that's going
1: to hit. If you don't hit it, Volantre's out. <laughs> yeah, I know what I was going to say.
2: It's a very accurate strike. You knocked it back five feet.
1: <laughs> you knocked all of them back five yeah. feet.
3: Right, so that's going to be 44 points of regular damage. And then, um, let's see. Actually, I haven't used this in a while because we keep coming up against things that are immune to electricity. Um, Elemental Assault. I think it's a D6, but I just want to double check before I roll that. Yeah, I think so too. One D6 points of damage with the appropriate energy type. So that is going to be five points of electricity damage on top of it.
0: So the hit that you make against it seems to do with the appropriate amount of damage, but as soon as that lightning arcs through its body, it reacts very poorly to it, and it seems to draw itself back. Like, if you hit a leg, it actually pulls that leg back when the electricity hits it. It mm-hmm. seems to just writhe in pain. Excellent. <laughs> That's a pretty good surprise round. Hadassah. a rage, free. Act. Okay, I love it. It's beautiful, wonderful. Safi, it's your surprise
2: round now. Um, from my angle, can I see the back? Uh, critter.
0: Yeah, it's high enough. They're tall enough. It kind of like does that little bench press thing Daddy Longlegs do whenever they're just kind of standing there, so you can see uh-huh.
2: it. Yeah. Okay. Then I would like for you to make me a will save, please. I don't wanna. <laughs>
0: A total of 29. Damn it. Nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was this another one of those? Uh, don't want to tell us what it was yet? Uh, no, it's dismissal. I was going to send it back to hell. Oh, that would have been great. Oh, yeah. Extra planer. That would have been amazing. Uh, it and fights I... off the urge to head back to its home plane. And I am done.
1: Okay. And you're not... visible.
0: I am visible now. You yes. are. All right. Now. We enter round one. As soon as Adasa charges in and does some damage, and Savi casts a spell, and Volantre casts a spell, all three heads turn in your direction and they go, <laughs> round one. Valentre, you have rolled the highest. You get to go first.
1: Uh, Volantre goes in charging towards um, Spider Monster number one as well, and he's going to pounce. As he's pouncing, he also goes, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then... He uh, first does his horn, because that's his new favorite thing to do. It's going to be a 41 to hit.
0: Yeah, of course that'll hit.
1: The first bite is a 24 to hit. Sorry, the bite is a 24 to hit.
0: 24 to hit. They are still flat-footed, so yes, it
1: hits. Okay, then um, the first claw hits, and the second claw hits as well. Excellent. So we have the gore is going to be twenty six points of damage. The bite is 25 points of damage. The first claw is 26. And the second claw is 30 points of damage. And then it rends for an additional 26 points of damage.
0: It's dead. Or, sorry. you said, How much was the last, was the rend?
1: 26. And rend is bludgeoning... Apparently.
0: Let me That's check. Weird. It's
1: no bleeding. Constant- I, guess,
0: I don't know. Okay. It is unconscious is what I should say. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Laundry is brutal when he can charge and there's not DR involved.
1: <laughs> and they're flat footed too. Cause that low roll was a two on the die.
0: Yeah, that's pretty gross, my dude. All right, Volantre with his charge. Anything else? I mean, if you'll
1: let me do more. Oh, I actually have another natural attack because I'm hasted. So I'm going to just go ahead and bite that guy while he's on the ground unconscious. All right. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, match so, your max. Um, that would be a 28 to hit. Okay. And that's another uh, 28 points of damage. And
0: that will kill it outright. Okay, seeing that <laughs> it is now Gamogen's turn, and he is uh he, he he's plussed. He's he's not non plused He is he is very <laughs> plussed right now uh, about what to do because uh, two of you just wiped out one of his good buddies. So he is going to cast a spell. It is a wall of ice, and it is going to be drawn right through there. And that is going, and then he is going to fly backwards about as far as he can fly. And he's going to kind of tap the other creature on its ass as he flies away from the very scary creatures that are attacking him. Uh, you hear telepathically within your head of what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what? Who are you and what do you want? Okay, I'm going to draw the wall of ice more like this. All right. Now That's it a panic is the, wall Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a panic Shot. wall <laughs> uh, So then The wall is there This other creature
1: Is going to uh, Does it absorb The body of the corpse Of its friend
2: <laughs> It's a lot of blood
1: I mean it, I did rend it and you know Tear all to hell He is going
0: to... So many choices. This creature is going to take a few steps back towards his master, and he's going to ready an action to attack the first person that comes close. Safi, it is your turn.
2: I'm going to fly up to Hadassah, and I'm going to bless our weapon with Bane. These are demons, right? Or devils, the ice devil, devil. And her armor with uh, Deathless. So you have Bane, demon, or devil. Damn. Bane, devil. Plus two to hit, plus two to six damage. And Deathless gives you a resistance to negative and positive energy. You have a 10 points resistance per round. And I'm done. It's going to last. Uh, six rounds
3: thank you very much
2: Wait, and Adasa, you're no. up go kill it
3: all right um what do i need to do to circumvent this ice wall how high is it how long is it i'm flying so
2: is it literally the width that we're seeing because it's i mean you can go around at five feet ten feet
3: yeah yeah that's what i was wanting to check
1: the only question is whether or not that elite box goes to the ceiling, and you have to go towards the floor, or not. I think we stumped Wes.
0: No, I just have to check. No, I just have to check my numbers uh, because it is much, much, much bigger than what you are seeing. That's, um, I kind of figured. Yeah, it is going to be call it a hundred and seventy feet. And it's going to start at the elite box because Casey actually brings up a really good point uh, that the elite box will stretch up into the ceiling because there's like a large wall there where you can't can't pass through. If you'll notice, there's actually a, a door behind you
3: guys hey. that
0: like goes down into an area and then stares up into this uh, little box area. Oh, okay. Uh, but it is an open area box where he was sitting, so he could oversee what was happening in front, because that's where he decided to set up his throne. Mm. But 170 feet in one direction is going to be his ice wall, and it completely separates you from uh,
2: from him. It is going to stretch up. It might only be ten feet tall, 10 yeah, ten feet high, if it's that wide.
0: This creature is much, much smarter than I am, especially after four (laughs) drinks. Um, So it might... I think it's uh, 10 feet square. So it is going to stretch... Let's see. 90 feet that direction. 90... It can be 170 170 square feet. So it's like 20 feet tall.
1: So you get 10, uh, 10 square feet per
0: caster yeah. level. So 90 feet long and 20 feet tall is what this wall is.
3: Okay. 20 feet tall?
0: Mm-hmm. That should be roughly
2: right.
3: Okay. Um. Then she is going to fly up and over and um, go after, I guess, the, the Scarlet Walker that is shielding the ice devil. Since he's the one that's closest.
0: As soon as you get close, he is going to interrupt you. Okay. So show me on the map where the Scarlet Walker will touch you.
3: (laughs) All right. Up and over. And (laughs) as she closes in, we'll say she gets right up in his face there
0: because. Then it gets a single attack off. All right. And it's going to be a tentacle.
3: Okay. Bling.
0: Oh god.
1: That's a natural 20. Oh, uh, no, 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 no.
3: Um will you please roll me a percentile dice for displacement?
0: That Uh-oh. is a really really good thing for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh let's see. What is displacement's
3: 50%? Yep. Yep.
0: I'm going to go high. I want to roll 51 to 100. Okay. That is a 72.
3: Okay, so that still hits. So he hits Okay.
0: with a natural 20. Now he's going to confirm the critical hit. That is going to be a 28 to hit.
3: Nope.
0: So it did not confirm, but it definitely hit.
3: Okay.
1: You seem too happy about it not confirming, (laughs) but definitely hitting.
0: (laughs) Because I don't care about the damage, y'all.
1: Oh, no. Is she going to go dumb again? Oh, gosh. Fortitude save.
2: What you were saying earlier reminded me of something a couple of years ago. Somebody was like, show me on this Captain American doll where this bad word." touched you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a political thing.
3: All right, 38, fortitude save.
0: You feel your muscles tighten, rooted to the ground like you will never move again. And then you reach deep within your core and you fight it.
1: You were almost paralyzed.
3: I gathered that. Gross. At
1: least it was paralyzation and not stone form.
3: Jeez, or is the DC... Followed by
2: a shatter. Petrification. Is the DC
3: for that, or really that high? You <laughs> won't, won't tell. No. No, no.
2: Well, luckily, I have a, a fix for paralyzation.
3: Oh, good.
1: But not petrification.
2: Not yet. Next level,
0: yes. You will take 13 points of bludgeoning damage Okay And then another point of bleed damage
3: Okay Bludgeoning
0: bleed paralysis As the blood starts to leak out of your ears As it smacks you across the head With that almost critical hit uh, You are going to have to give me another save Let me look it up
3: (laughs) Another fortitude save, right?
0: It is a fortitude save
3: Uh, Okay Crap 22.
0: Blood Uh. begins to leak out of your eyes. And instead of cascading down your cheeks as you would imagine it would, it floats through the air and into the deep pits of this creature that you are fighting. And you will take one point of constitution damage as Uh. its blood gaze draws the blood from your very core. Gross.
3: Gross, oh, gross, disgusting. gross. That
0: you means... are also sickened.
3: God. One
2: Good God. Son
3: of a gun. Man.
2: <laughs> Sick and paralyzed, drained, damage, and bleeding.
3: Right. So. so
0: you are bleeding out of your eyes. It is cascading into this creature's blood. You are sickened, which doesn't feel too good from the hideous pain as the blood is drawn from your body. And you can continue your turn now and
3: do whatever oh, thank, you want to thank, do. Thank. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what was I going to do now? Hold on. I was going to hit him, I'm pretty sure. Um. <laughs>
2: so just FYI, sickened is a minus two to everything, Yeah, basically.
3: yeah. Look that up.
2: Except for... Except for armor class,
0: I'm sure that 43 will do much worse at a 41.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was truly gross, Wes. Like you're welcome. All the things that was gross. All right, here we go. Raging power attack. Because That's fun. <laughs> all right, first attack hits 40.
0: Yeah, that'll that'll hit. And did you take your minus two? Hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. You know what? I did not. So it hits a 38. It still hits. Okay. <laughs> Alright. And uh, this one hits a 32 32.
2: Yeah, that hits.
3: And that's threatening critical.
2: Okay. Don't forget your bane.
3: I I oh you're right, yeah. So that's I mean, just for your confirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh um, Gosh, I just forgot to forgot how to add. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Carry the one. Huh? Yeah, I know. Carry the one. 33, yes. 34, five yes. to confirm. Yes. So that's yes. one hit, yes, yes, one yes, critical yes. hit. And the last one is a magnificent 19.
0: Miss. Yeah. Ha ha! <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Your haste to-
3: oh yeah, I get uh, another one.
0: I guess. <laughs> nice. I guess we get to pull a critical hit. I'm working on it From Ms. Hadasa over there.
2: Oh my word! Sophie's role is to buff and to remind of buffs. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Don't so, forget your haste too. Don't be, I so forget. I forget those things a lot, so I need the. Yeah, help. yeah, they're easy to remember. Um, yeah. All
3: right, the last one hits a forty. Yeah, it still hits. Okay. It's cool. Hi.
1: It's going to be a minute on the critical hit, That's fine. unless you want me to just pull a random crit table. That's
3: fine. I'll roll these other things while you work on that. Yeah. So, Because I've got two other hits that landed that weren't critical. So, yeah, but Might
2: nice. even make it to the critical. It's true. All
3: right. First hit does 36 points of damage. Is that with Bane? No. It's about to be, though. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> two d six.
3: There we go. Ooh. Plus another eight. So.
0: Some good rolling. Uh don't forget to separate out your electricity damage for me.
3: I will. I will. Alright. So thirty-six regular damage, another eight from the bane, and electricity is two points of electricity damage. That's the first hit.
2: That's forty four and two for folks listening at home. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll yeah, be and adding two. Thank you. Add another fifty percent for
0: <laughs> electricity damage. So three. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
3: All right. Huge. Um, 35. Seven. That's That's 42. 42. And the electricity (laughs) damage is another two.
2: That's three.
3: All right. I'm ready for that critical now.
1: All right. I have a crit. It's from our good friends, Nick and Reva, or Reva, or Heva. Thank you very much for being patrons. We love you. Yeah, um, this was their crit actually from December, so I just want to read this out. They're from Portugal.
2: Is it Christmas well. crit?
1: It no, it's not a Christmas crit, but
2: <laughs> okay, that's okay. <laughs> This
1: is for critical success on a melee attack.
0: Can you translate it into Portuguese for us?
1: If you would like me to, I can, but That'd it's going to. They will laugh really hard when I try to pronounce <laughs> these words. <laughs> um, this critical success is called Midas Touch.
3: Ooh. I like this. Your
1: mighty strike. Gilds the lily catching the normally neutral eye of abadar who grins and adds his two copper your damage is doubled and the target must make a fortitude save dc is equal to your confirmation roll if the target fails it turns to gold per the flesh to stone spell regardless of creature type for 1d4 hours after which it reverts back to its regular form
3: <laughs> that is awesome. That no. is
2: amazing. <laughs> love I it. love it. Wow. So We're it have turns to, stop to combat go just to go use it and buy stuff and then I know, <laughs> I know.
3: <laughs> it
1: does say for reference the standard coin weighs about a third of an ounce, 50 to the pound.
3: Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah 50 coins
0: to yeah. a pound. This thing probably weighs a ton, like almost literally a ton.
1: So, maybe more. Thank you very much, uh, Nick and Riva. It
0: fantastic. failed its uh, fortitude save. It is gold. It's solid gold. Boom. Done. Uh, uh, <laughs> but you boom. do get to do double damage first, and then it will turn into gold. Right.
3: Right. Okay. Well, um, so that... Thank
0: you, Nicky, Nick and Riva, by the way. That was amazing. I love it.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Love it when the gods get involved.
3: So um, with the bane on the weapon and, and whatnot... That's going to be 71 points of damage. <laughs> Not dead yet.
0: Don't forget. And what was and your. Six uh, electricity, electricity damage. All right. Just so you know, it had five hit points remaining. It is unconscious <laughs> on the ground.
3: And gold.
0: And Go solid it. gold. It will revert back at some point in the future that you don't know. So you have, Hadassa, what is going through your mind right now? <laughs> when you slice <laughs> through this creature, you see its eyes close, and the blood stops draining from your eyes, and it falls unconscious on the ground, and then it just
3: blings out. Like, she sees this thing turn to gold, and you see her momentarily blip out of rage and back to normal. Like, whoa. And then she looks up and sees the ice devil and is just like, oh, crap, and goes back and rages again. So, which-
1: I wonder what Gamigan is thinking, because we just rushed in and murdered the <laughs> shit out of one of these guys. And then all of a sudden, this, uh, this other person just runs up and turns the other one to gold.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's no reason for him to think that she just doesn't do that.
0: Exactly. Right? <laughs> so Gamujin is looking at Hadan as this thing blings into uh, existence of thousands of gold pieces now, and he just looks at her and goes, "Shit, shit, 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 <laughs> shit," and we'll pick up right here next week. <laughs>
2: oh, really? is that? Wow, that went by fast.
3: Holy moly! Woo!
0: Wow,
2: something, thank you. Something's going to run over and like bite its tendons. <laughs> <things> real gold, <laughs> yeah. and it is. It is real gold. <laughs> it's, this is gold.
1: Rocks and Lords is a production of Backpatio Network. Rise of the Lords and Pathfinder are trademarked and property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. Check out our website at backpationetwork.com. If you like this podcast, please rate it 5 stars, leave a review, spread the word to your friends, or even join our Patreon and you can get early access. If you need to talk to us, join our Discord. The links are on the website to join. As always, thank you very much for listening. This is Casey. You all have a wonderful night.